We're inching closer and closer to the NFL draft. And Evan, I know you dropped your latest edition of the mock draft on our website, clnsmedia.com, this morning. I'm Sierra Goodwill here with Evan Lazar. Let's start off by prefacing this video with your heading into this draft with the mindset that the Patriots are rolling forward with Jarrett Stidham as the quarterback penciled in, as you mentioned in previous videos, for the 2020 season. So what do you think they're going to do with their number 23 overall first round pick? Exactly, Sarah. You know, I've heard the I've heard the people. I've heard the fans. I've heard all the crying about why would they take a quarterback early? Let's just see what they have with Stidham. So in this mock draft, my the point of the mock draft is to say this is what I think the Patriots will do if they're going to go in with the mindset that we need to load up on offense and get Jared Stidham in the best chance to succeed for next season. So I did trade out of 23. I think there's a ton of value there for teams looking to move up to make a splash type of of uh, draft pick at the 23rd position. I think there's enough kind of first-round talent still going to be on the board there for teams that are going to want to be desperate for a big-time playmaker on defense especially. So I traded down from 23 to 33, and I added wide receiver Denzel Mims from Baylor, who basically just checks every single box from an outside receiver perspective. You know, size, speed, explosiveness, ran a 4.38.40, also ran a 6.6-second three-cone time. So this is a guy that can change directions, that has some explosive and it, you know just kind of short area agility to his game as well the very the first time I went through his film I didn't give him a ton of credit for his ability to create separation on cutting routes not just running a straight nine ball and seeing what he can do you know I, I think that he has a little bit more wiggle than I gave him original credit for so after I went back and watched him you see some of those vertical transitions on things like posts or corner routes or over routes and things of that nature and he has enough I think short area agility to create create that separation i think trading out of that first round makes a lot of sense which is why you have it that way because as it is patriots don't have a second round pick and they can got and they can get what they need in positions and areas of need later on in that draft who else do you like are you sticking with solely pass catchers you think in that second round yeah so actually they have the very first pick of the third round in the trade scenario that i penciled out which is with the Cincinnati Bengals so you get the first pick of the second round and the first pick of the third round with the first pick of the third round I have them taking Adam Trotman out of Dayton who we've talked about a ton he's been in every single one of my mock drafts so far as the tight end pick for the Patriots the reason being is twofold one I think that Cole Kmet out of Notre Dame is going to get overdrafted. I think somebody's going to take him in the top 50, and I don't see him as a top 50 prospect in this draft. So you move down a little bit more there to pick 65, and you pick up Trotman, who isn't as explosive or dynamic of a route runner as Cole Komet is, but he's a little bit more fluid, I think, in his movements, has a little bit more of an ability to get in and out of his breaks smoother than a guy like Komet, and he's an effective, efficient run blocker as well. Six foot five, 255 pounds this is a guy that can put his hand in the ground in line and block you can flex him out you can use him as a red zone kind of matchup weapon down there by the goal line you can throw jump balls to him and he'll box guys out and he'll go above the rim and play that way as well so a little bit more of a developmental prospect a guy that's coming from Dayton which is the FCS level so there'll be be a bit of a jump in competition for him that he'll have to adjust to but overall I think that he's a pretty clean tight end prospect that can do just about everything that the Patriots would ask their guys to do.
With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. Our exclusive partner, Bet Online, still has hundreds of sports, events, and games to wager on, or let them bring Vegas to you with their online casino and blackjack. All open 24 hours a day and all online, including their $750,000 poker series. If you're into props and entertainment betting, you can still bet on Survivor, Big Brother, American Idol, stock prices, and even the weather. Visit the website or use your mobile device and join today to receive a 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Be sure to use promo code CLNS50. Bet online, your online wagering experts. Continuing with our Patriots mock draft coverage, check out our first video where we discuss what the Patriots go with with their first two picks. Evan has them going with two pass-catching options. I'm Sierra Goodwill here with Evan Lazar. Time to talk about the best of the rest because in your most recent mock draft, you still have the Patriots with those three late third-round picks. What's the most intriguing option there for you? Well, when I look at their needs, I think a lot of people are going to ask about linebacker. And I didn't address linebacker early in this draft, but I did address safety. And Terrell Burgess out of Utah is a guy that I just see, it just screams Patriots to me. He's such a prototypical Patriot. He's a guy that gets lauded for his work ethic, for his preparation and film study and before games and his work ethic at practice as well. And he's also extremely versatile. He's a player that converted over from cornerback to safety. He plays a little bit in the slot and in the box, but he can also play deep. This is a guy that does just about everything well on the field, and he has extremely just insane instincts to get to the ball, Sierra. I mean, this guy reads quarterbacks' eyes, understands route combinations. He's got examples on tape of him staying over two vertical routes at the same time and then picking off passes by kind of you know, lingering between both of them. He has extremely good field vision and instincts as a deep safety, which is impressive because he's only played there for one year. So this is a guy that is a one-year starter at Utah and a really good secondary that has a couple of different NFL prospects. And he's a guy that's really stood out above the rest of them as I've watched through this entire secondary class. The Patriots are obviously getting old at safety. Devin McCourty, Patrick Chung, both 32 years old. They could use a young kind of developmental guy that they can have in the system. That can be the third safety for now and then eventually take over for one of those guys and I think Burgess has that skill set we mentioned in our first mock draft video how you're going forth with the idea that the Patriots are rolling with Jarrett Stidham for the 2020 season but you still did pick a quarterback in the sixth round who'd you go with and why I went with Nate Stanley from Iowa, and this is more of a backup, long-term backup type of plan, like a Brian Hoyer type, not necessarily a guy that has starter potential. I think if they wanted to go starter potential on day three, a guy like a Cole McDonald, for example, from Hawaii, who has the arm talent, who has the risk-taking abilities, might be somebody that's a little bit more you know, interested in them. They also have shown a little bit of interest in James Morgan out of Florida International, who I like a little bit as well. He's more of like a gunslinger type mentality also. But Nate Stanley is the type of guy that makes good decisions with the football, has very low interception totals over his career as a starter, and just makes the right decision with the ball and has enough arm talent to be able to be considered a draftable prospect. So not a flashy quarterback option. I waited all the way to the sixth round to pick one, but he's more of like a long-term backup like 
like I said, that they really need to start looking at that because Brian Hoyer is a free agent after 2020. You know, at some point in time, you're going to have to turn over the reins of that backup job to somebody. And I think that Nate Stanley has the ability to do that. Well, for all the rest of our Patriots draft coverage, head over to our website at clnsmedia.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Patriots Press Pass.